Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome back, welcome back. This is the Internal Affairs Podcast. We back for another episode and I am so, so very excited and very proud to announce that I have a book available for purchase on Amazon. The title of the book is Batteries Not Included, a book about you. Also, man, I'm just very appreciative. I'm very grateful for all the support and the feedback that this book has been receiving. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm, I'm very surprised. And um, I just want to give a, a huge, gigantic, big shout out to my hometown, my city, my state, um, Newark, New Jersey. I really, really love y'all. I really, really appreciate y'all because... Y'all really showing love And History really show that You don't always Be received well Or accepted Or And definitely not supported And celebrated In the places that you come from Most times People that Watched you grow up People that helped you out And seen you down and out And seen you uh, In your knucklehead days And things of that nature a lot of them not about to get up and support you, especially when it's coming to, um, you know, spending their hard-earned money. So I, I really want to give a, a huge shout-out to my hometown because that was very unexpected. All of this was unexpected, and that's the beautiful thing about it, about this book. So this podcast ain't going to... It's going to be a, a lot about the book, but um, it's going to be really about believing in yourself, you know what I mean, and following your intuition and kind of doing what you told about your intuition because you never know what the future may hold and that's why I don't judge nobody because you never know what a person going to become you never know what the work that you putting in now could bring you in the future you know and this is a prime example and this is it, this came to came together in a way I could have never expected and we're going to get into that I just want to give credit where credit due shout out to all the people that don't know me from a can of paint and went purchased the book and gravitated towards the work. And this is the biggest thing for me personally. This is the best feeling and, and, and the reward that I get from this whole thing. 
this book, Batteries Not Included, a book about you, has absolutely nothing to do with me. So it's truly a service. And the thing about it is, it truly speaks to the reader directly. As soon as you pick it up and start reading it, it talks directly to you. And I feel like, it, like you know, it's a short read, but there's no fluff in it. It's very informative. And what I did was, I wanted to put the matrix, so to speak, under a microscope. Put society under a microscope. Um... And just expose the unseen forces and the agenda that is always constantly working around us and directing and giving us suggestions and moving us in directions where if we had a clear bird's eye view on our lives, we wouldn't make those decisions and end up in those circumstances. So I just wanted, wanted to give people an alternative way of thinking. And especially for those that are beginners to spirituality and to those of y'all that's just now going through an awakening, so to speak. I wanted to give y'all something that you could read and be like, word, it, it is like that. Or I never thought about it like that. And, and just show it and tie it all together. So I feel like that was accomplished with this book. And I feel like even the most spiritually adept person, even the most woke person, quote unquote, could understand a book and get gain something from it so that's my biggest flex is the fact that it ain't got nothing to do with me <laughs> like it's, a, it, it's for the reader um it was inspired really by the reader i had whoever was gonna read it in mind i wanted it to talk to them like i'm talking to you now like everybody that listens to me frequently y'all know that i don't write anything down or have any type of notes when i'm doing these podcasts and i don't do them so often because I'm not going to force myself to speak on things that just to have something to be talking about. I want to, I want to talk to the soul. I want to talk to the spirit. I want to talk to the heart. You feel me? And I want to give you something for your mind. That's going to be thought provoking. I ain't going to jump behind the mic unless it's genuine. You feel me? That's the biggest reward for me that it's a genuine gesture. Now let's talk about the space that I was in when I wrote the book and then we're going to, lead up to how the book came to be and then we're going to go into a passage about the book and then we're going to get up out of here so let's talk about the time period in which the book was written so first of all when i when i actually was writing the book i didn't write it as a book i didn't know it was going to be a book i just was writing to speak directly to the whoever was going to read these words my intuition told me this is going to be for later. This is going to be down the line. Just write it. Don't think. Just write. You know what I mean? Um, and I could recall, like I said, this was about four years ago. This was maybe the beginning of 2018 or, or coming out of 2017. I was in a dark place in my life. Well, I felt like I was in a dark place in my life. Looking back, it was it, it's really, really beautiful, right? But I felt like I was in a dark place place in my my life because I felt like I was backsliding because I was back in my hometown back in the same circumstances that I had just left two years prior and uh, so my perspective was blurred I had felt like I was in the worst situation in my life because I actually had my daughter was on the way my first daughter my, my second child first daughter was on the way but I was back in my old area 
back around, you know, some of the old people, I, all of the old people I knew, old friends and things of that nature. And I just, I just felt like I took a lot of steps backwards. So I wasn't liking the environment that I was in. I wasn't liking the circumstances that I was in. Um, and I felt like I had a lot to offer the world. I just didn't know how to really go about it. But for some reason, I was like driven to write. Now, here's something that a lot of y'all might not really know about me. I've always been a writer. It's like I was born writing. I was born understanding language, words, um, punctuation, things of that nature. Just like um, every, just everything about writing. It just like came to me naturally. Like it's like I'm just was always in tune with it. Um, and at that time when I was going through them dark times, the thing about it was I was in a very creative time. I had built a website for the first time ever in my life. And the website was just about inspiration and poetry and things of that nature. So I was doing a boatload of writing at this time. And that was the first half of it. We're going to get to how it actually was birthed into the world as a product. So, yeah, at that time, like I said, I was in a dark place. I, was, I, had, I had a dark perspective. I had, I had a cloud of perspective. Let's just say that. I, um, but I was in a creative space. And I was in a space that uh, I actually was just following my intuition. So... Like I said, this book speaks directly to the reader, and I wrote it that way. That, that was the intentions behind the book for whatever reason. And it got a lot to do with who I am as a person, too, because I love movies that have the narrator talking as the movie's going on. I love to read passages and, and blogs and things that that's, was made with the reader in mind. So that's something I wanted to exercise when I, when I was writing. So... That's what I did. And the the subject matter just really touches on how the underlying propaganda, the underlying suggestions, advertisements, and just everything in the matrix, everything from the doctors, the lawyers, school system, um, religion, everything. I just wanted to tie it all together because it's all connected. Because I had been living from a perspective uh, maybe five years prior to me even writing this that I was just viewing the world and just saying like damn one thing connected to the other you go here it's like a system it's like a it's like a um, assembly line <laughs> I was just listening to somebody and they was talking about how people seem to be coming off the conveyor belt like everybody's the same everybody's a robot and that's what I was starting to notice in the world so I had to ask a question I was like man what is making everybody like this? How is this happening? Why is it happening? And I start asking myself these questions. It led me to, you know, eventually coming to the, the conclusion that a lot of us, we're not aware of our own purpose in this world because of a lot of the things that I talked about in the book, which was just tying society together and how it's built, how it's structured and how it affects us on a soul level, how it affects us mentally, physically and emotionally. And all the trauma and things of that nature. And I wanted to do it in a way that it could grab you from the beginning into the end. And it's not long-winded. Um, one thing about my style of writing, too, it's about effectiveness. Because if you're you around me in person or you listen to the podcast, you know sometimes I, I go all over the place. When I'm speaking, sometimes I can't communicate. But when I'm writing, that's when I had the advantage. I get to really pick and choose and... And feel what I'm doing, and, I, and I'm gonna allow the amount of time that I need, right? 
So I took my time with this book and I and I didn't even write it. I probably wrote this in like a day or two, but I put the proper respect and energy on it. But anyway, at that time period right there, I was really heavy into writing. I really was I really cared about every last word I was putting down on a piece of paper. So I kept this. I kept this with me. I kept it in my all my phones, my emails, I kept it in my Word, my Microsoft Word, and I just carried it with me my entire journey because soon after that period of time where I was back in Jersey, I was only there for seven months. Back there for seven months and I you know, I moved again. Started all over in the same place I had just left, which was Massachusetts. Went back to Massachusetts and, and started all over and things started going well for me. As far as just like, you know, getting back on my feet, working, getting me a place and things of that nature. Um, and shout out to everybody that I met along that journey. Just every experience that I had, whether it ended negative or it was positive, it, it all count. And I'm going to make sure <laughs> that I get, gain some benefit from it. Because that's the thing about our experiences. We don't need to just be doing things in vain and going through struggles and heartbreak just in vain. Like make something of it. That's what I did. Um, a lot of y'all know um, I got like a whole series, Matters of the Heart, chapter one, two, three, and four. And I'm sure five will be coming out whenever I'm inspired to do that. I, I took something that was very unfortunate for me, heartbreak and things of that nature, and I used it for therapy, so to speak. And I used it as a vessel to serve others that went going through the same thing and went through the same thing. So I think that's what we're here for. You know, we're here for some suffering, but we're here to make meaning out of it. You feel me? And find joy in it. So, anyway, that's what I was doing at the time when I was writing this these passages. I was just making, I was just finding some form of freedom. I was finding some form of maybe an, even escapism, <laughs> so to speak, you know. Just for some moments so I could leave up out of my, my circumstance and just get, get some air, get some freedom. So, I was writing. So I came up with this and I carried it on my journey. And I and, and throughout that journey, you know, you meet a lot of people. You you be in a lot of situations and, and it be testing. Cause here's the thing about when you decide on something, when you you for sure like I this is my purpose. I am going to I'm set out to do this. When you're showing your vision and it's time to take those steps to manifest it into real in reality, right? To live it. Your opposition, that the obstacle course come immediately. You get tested because you have to be shaped. You have to be seasoned for what you're here to do. So you need to get hurt. You need to take risks. You need to be around the wrong people, the wrong energy, so you know what the right energy is. And that, and that was a time in my life where I was just meeting people that and learning more about myself. I, I learned that my value I learned my worth by not knowing it then you get what I'm saying so but I carried this work with me and it was funny because at that time period I was working with a lot of people that didn't believe in themselves definitely didn't believe in me but I was so uh I was so adamant about it I was so talkative about my 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 purpose and what I'm here to do and Feeling like everybody else should have felt like me. Um, and I, behind the scenes, I was putting in work. I was writing this book that we talking about. And then didn't, didn't even know I was writing this book. But it, it, I, it had been written. <laughs> so, um, and a bunch of other things. You know, just just getting shaped and getting carved and getting ready for 
doing some of the things that I, I, I do now that I love to do that just free me personally, right? Those those days I was as I'm carrying this book with me and ain't knowing it, I was just being faced with a lot of opposition and a lot of things to discourage me from even believing that something like this could come to pass. You feel me? But I always knew like, man, I ain't one of these people, man. I'm not just about to live like inside. I, I can't live just being accepting what's on the table I can't just settle like I had knew I was never going to be a settler since I was a very young kid right and that's another thing that this book is about it's about not settling it's it's about not taking a free lunch not taking what they're giving you it's about having vision it's about like yo we might gotta go through some shit but it's all for a reason and it's all worth it or you could take this over here a lot, a lifestyle that's manufactured for you, one that's copy and paste, um, one that got its own agenda and it don't benefit you. And that's what this book is about. And they put all of that on display, flat out, in plain English, so you can see it, so you can feel it. And um, I just wanted to have it to have a little shock factor to it too. Like, yeah, this is where we live. This is the world we live in, and this is what it is. This is why it's like this. Now, find your own reason. Find your own why. Find your own how. And live a life that's from your own creation. And not just be in a pinball machine getting bounced around. So that's what this book is about. And that's what I used to feel when I used to be outside. And I used to go through my journey. I was just feeling like, yo, going back and forth to work. And I hated to go to work. I hated to even job and I felt like I was just neglecting my dreams but like I said in the background I was still putting in work physically um those jobs I was working was helping me change my attitude towards people how I speak to people how I look at people how I look at life so when I look looking back I just really really uh have a strong favor for those tough times you are now listening to the internal so I say that to say, yo, you just you just never know why you're going through what you're going through. Uh, you can either look at it from a victim point of view and just think it's happening to you. But I would suggest that you do the what's happening for me type of thing. It's happening for me. You know how the saying goes. like, Because just think about it. I was just walking around with this piece of work. I was walking around with this book. I was facing adversity and started to doubt myself and all type of things and get intertwined with people that I probably... I can't say I shouldn't have got intertwined with him because the lesson is like so valuable. It's something I wouldn't I wouldn't have done if I was valuing myself and knew myself worth. But that was a time I was learning it, and I had to learn it through uh, giving myself away and being and, and being a, a genuine person and being and being somebody's friend and giving them all my good qualities and things of that nature and, and not making them earn it, you know. And not making a matching, so it was one. Of, it was that time period. It was a, a time that you could have really probably gave up on your shit if you had some dreams. You was like, nah, this probably ain't it. I got twenty people against me. Oh man, now I got people I know against me. That well, oh man, nobody believes in me. Everybody think I'm crazy, right? I'm starting to think I'm crazy. <laughs> so um, I live. I was carrying this this book around, you know. And so let's fast forward to now. Right. So I'm talking to somebody that's very significant to me and close to me in my life and really just know me like we just got to just know each other. And I let them read the passages. I was like, oh, look at this thing I wrote in my Microsoft Word. I don't know what I'm going to put it out one day. I don't know. 
And they was like, yo, you should make it into a book, right? So I like, you think so? So I had to read it. I had to read it with new eyes. So I looked at it. I said, man, yeah, this could be a book. I was like, this could be a book. I'm like, it is a book, you know? So we went on and we started to put it in book format. Now, the good thing was this person that's very close to me, you know, they go computer savvy. They had already published magazines and things of that nature. So it was, a, you know, they just was a great helping hand, a great supportive hand. Now, as far as the writing goes, I haven't changed one word probably in the book. I might have corrected a word or two, but I didn't change anything. I didn't add anything. So this book is literally the writing is from years ago. And the things that's happened in society today and in the world today made this book and the passages more rele relevant than it would be if I had put it out four years ago. So I didn't change anything in the writing or add anything or take anything away. But as far as the images go, that all, all of that came from someone very close to me. And the thing about the images is they really do trigger the reader even further and, and, and makes everything make sense with, with the right, what's on the right end. And the fun part was, was this was like my first time allowing some, someone else to actually take the will, so to speak, and and see and show me some stuff and be like yo do you like this do you like that and i was surprised because it was like everything all the pictures and all the images that's in the book i literally put my eyes on them one time and was like yep i'm gonna use that yeah we could use that let's use that like it wasn't like really one time where i said no let's use something else so you never know who really know you and who really paying attention and who really, you know, sometimes you're just in tune with people and you don't know why. And, that, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you never know how things will come together. Because I'm a person that really work alone. I'm pretty much a one-man band. And when it comes to my creative endeavors, I'm very particular about them. I'm very, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, for, to let some collaborate a little bit is like, hell fucking no. But the images in this book, the cover too. They did the cover. The cover of the book is something that I literally and we sat and we did it together every day we sat together and did it looked at it on the computer every day and it was but it's like as far as the images go they all they all got a yes on, on the first time that's why I like what's gonna hit you ain't gonna miss you that's that's how I know that like what's for you gonna always be for you it's one thing for me to write the book but it's another thing for me to be Align with someone else that has vision too to bring this thing into life even more. You feel me? And bring the images to it, and bring and just add an element to it that, for one, is something that I would probably would have did exactly the same way. I like it, to me, it's like, yep, I would have chose that. I would have chose that. So it's just fun, and it's and it's actually, um. It's eye-opening. It, it, it expands you and it, it broadens your horizons to it open me up to doing more collaborations. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, okay, that's that. That that was the case with the images. And the big thing about the images is this: our subconscious mind learns from traumatic experiences, repetition, and symbols. Right. So, an image is a symbol. Um, so, the images in this book, I feel like they trigger you and awaken you even further. Um, and make like I said make the words make sense so um so like oh yeah so we was like yo we want to do the book it took us a week to put the book out you know it took a week it's like one second I had this thing I've been carrying around for years 
And the next thing, I was an author. And not only being an author, just receiving this love and this support, and I'm just basking in it, and I'm never going to forget it. And it, every day is a celebration for this. Um, but yo, like I said, it's 26 minutes into the podcast, and I'm like, okay, we're going to read a passage from the book, okay? So you give a, give a feel, give you guys a feel for it. Um, and this is the first, actually the first page of the book. And I'm going to read a paragraph for you just to give you some, you know, a foundation for what you might be getting into if you decide to actually go get the book. Um, or if you have gotten a book, I could give you some insight on what I, where I was at with it. All right, so let's get into it. Despite the threats of an impending World War III being promoted on national television, the reality is it has begun decades ago. A war far worse than anything physical. This war is psychological, chemical, and most of all, spiritual, affecting you on levels you may have never imagined. From the air you breathe, food you eat, down to your thoughts, even the actions you take, you've willingly and unknowingly become the most dangerous weapon in a war of your own demise, an ally in the destruction of your very existence and purpose on this planet. Working side by side with your oppressors, helping them gain even more resources to further deepen your oppression. Y'all can rewind that and listen to it, to it again. You know those words, but that's that that's a, that's the gist gist of it. Um, I feel like in society right now, people are unknowingly aligned with the people in an in a agenda that is not for their own good it's for their demise it's very tricky and it, it's a real big illusion and delusion going on right now in the world um, a lot of people had a mentality that they think following the societal norms is to their benefit because they're able to survive and they're able to have some of the luxuries that we have here in America, especially in America. But at the same time, it's working against you and it's keeping you in the box and it's suppressing your creative abilities and it's suppressing your potential and ultimately it's keeping you away from your ultimate destiny and the greatest version of yourself. So I wanted to make sure that in this in these passages, in this book, in this context, I I'm very clear and very bold and stern and very particular about how I'm approaching everything in this book and how everything is tied together in society. Like, I just wanted to make sure I spell it out clear as day, day, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, straight like that, like, and leave no, nothing untouched. Um, now looking back, I feel like I could have, I could do a part two and add some elements of, you know, how it affects the family dynamic and things of that nature and I feel like I will do that when I'm inspired to do it but um yeah this book is about freedom and this book is about responsibility it's about making the choice of expanding your awareness beyond what you believe now what you think life is now what perspective you have now being open to the fact that you might um, want to explore some more areas of life. You might want to question some things. And you might want to start with, why are you here? 
what is your purpose on this planet and, and and start to make steps to get aligned with that like i said in the book it show you that if you align with this program this matrix this society you are not aligned with your purpose on it because it's, it's total opposite and that's what this book really exposed you know what i mean so it's one of them things you cannot see. Once you read it, it's almost like you got a, it's an ultimatum. It's like you make a choice to still go along and do all the things that have been exposed in this book. Or you start to make those hard decisions and start to ask yourself those hard, deep questions. Who are you and why are you here? And the answer to those questions come throughout your lifetime, but... It's about making a choice to step into the unknown. I, I don't know no other way to put it. The nature of life has changed, like I always say. So the next thing that's going to happen next, you don't know. Though we try to build routines to make us feel like we have some form of gravity and some grounding and some foundation in life. But the, the reality is this. Reality is uncertainty. We don't know what's next. We in between life and death at all times. Um, with that being said, batteries not included. A book about you. I feel like society is just batteries, you know what I'm saying? And they use you as a battery. But if you're going to live a batteries not included type of lifestyle, then you're going to have to light your own flame. You're going to have to find out what gives you your spark. And you got to be willing to stand on that. Live by that and die by that. And with that being said, I love y'all from the bottom of my heart. And I'm going to holler at y'all on the next one. One. You are now listening to the Internal Place Podcast.